This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana. Shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Getting pre-qualified takes less than two minutes. Then see your real terms as you shop. Visit Carvana to finance your dream car the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. Today marks the 100th day since Hamas militants attacked Israel, killing more than 1,200 people and sparking the war in Gaza. NPR's Jackie Northam reports from Tel Aviv. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu vows the war will go on until Hamas is eliminated. In a speech, Netanyahu warned that Israel will continue fighting in Gaza until it's achieved its goals. He said that includes eliminating Hamas, returning the more than 100 hostages, and ensuring Gaza will never again constitute a threat. Israel has been under increasing international pressure to end the war, which has killed more than 23,000 people in Gaza, according to the health ministry there. Last week, Israel defended itself in the International Court of Justice at The Hague against charges of genocide. Netanyahu said not The Hague, Iran, or anybody else will stop Israel from achieving victory. Jackie Northam, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Republicans who want to be president are in Iowa this weekend for the caucuses tomorrow night. It's the first voting in the 2024 presidential election. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley told Fox News this morning that she should get the Republican nomination instead of the frontrunner, former President Donald Trump. We can't keep going down this path that the country's going on. The chaos is uncontrollable. And you don't defeat Democrat chaos with with Republican chaos. We have got to make sure that we can't be a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. That's why we have got to put these names of Biden and Trump in the past and look forward with new solutions in the future so that our kids will have a better life. The turnout tomorrow night may be affected by the weather. It's bitterly cold in Iowa. A blizzard prompted candidates to cancel in-person events this weekend. Arctic storms are bringing snow and cold temperatures throughout much of the U.S. this weekend. In Oregon, ice storms caused widespread power outages. Lillian Karabake of Oregon Public Broadcasting has more. Over 200,000 people lost power due to high winds, ice, and downed trees this weekend. The state's largest transit agency in Portland has suspended all light rail service due to extreme weather and blocked tracks. Several Oregon counties have issued a state of emergency and are urging people to stay off the roads while crews work to restore power. These widespread outages come just two weeks after the largest rate increase in 20 years by Oregon's biggest utility. The 18 percent increase is intended to improve the power grid and maintain trees. For NPR News, I'm Lillian Kerbake in Portland. Congress faces a Friday deadline to avert a partial government shutdown. Money to pay for some federal agencies will run out then unless Congress acts. House and Senate leaders say they have agreed on another short-term spending bill. Details are expected tonight. This is NPR News. French authorities say five migrants trying to cross the English Channel to Britain were killed early this morning when their small boat capsized in cold water. British Foreign Minister David Cameron said the deaths show the importance of overhauling Britain's migration system. Denmark has a new royal in charge. Terry Schultz reports the Queen has abdicated the throne in favor of her son, Frederick. In front of many thousands of well-wishers and flanked by his family, Frederick X took over the throne from his mother after her 52 years as monarch. Meet Hope. 
In In his first remarks as king, Frederick paid homage to his mother's legacy as a unifying force for Denmark and pledged to continue her work. Margrethe's abdication announcement on New Year's Eve came as a shock to a country where this hadn't happened in some 900 years. Margrethe had said before she wouldn't step down, but then decided her health at age 83 was declining too much and that the time was right to hand over the crown. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz. A volcano erupted in southwest Iceland today, threatening a nearby fishing village. After several small earthquakes yesterday, the town of Grindavik had been evacuated for the second time in less than a month. The volcano had erupted December 18th. It's located about 30 miles southwest of the capital, Reykjavik. Today's eruption is not expected to release large amounts of ash into the air. Iceland averages a volcanic eruption every four to five years. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.